Welcome to the program. Benson and those guys. BTGprogram.com or follow us on Twitter at BTGprogram. The show is brought to you by the good people at Town & Country Pest Solutions. This is going to be a little different show. Um, i got to tell you, the guys in the room, me and those guys, uh, we're baseball fans. We, we love the sport of baseball. All of us have played. Some of us are still think we can play and get out there on the softball field. Um, Benson. I out-hit you last year. You went O for the season. Oh, see, you're counting the four weeks in the fall when it was cold and nobody wanted to play. <laughs> I'm talking about the regular season. But anyway, the format on this show, we're going we're gonna to give you our Major League Baseball preview. We're going to look at all all the teams. And Zach is a nerd. I, as much as we love Zach, he's a dork, he's a geek, he's a uh, stat geek. Um, Those things are all true. Really I, you think I'm emph- right I think I'm em- overemphasizing it, perhaps, but Zach is a stat nerd. He knows all these little stats. He knows all this stuff. So th- he's really in a very good position, and he has taken the time to look at every Major League Baseball team and tell us how he thinks the season's going to go. Now, it's well documented. I think predictions are kind of stupid. Uh, they're fun. I get that, but they're really they're... They're really more than just somewhat educated guesses. We have no idea because injuries play such a part. But I'll play along. We'll be a good sport. We'll go through and we'll pick it. So, Zach, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's start in the National League West. The National League West, um, they have the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are loaded. But how do you you have that division going? Well, it's a very top-heavy division. Um, the Dodgers are one of probably the top two or three teams in baseball. So they were an easy pick uh, for the number one team. They won 94 games last year. They have Clayton Kershaw. They have Yasiel Puig. They have a boatload of money. Um, It's hard to see them winning fewer than 90 games. I mean, they're the class of the division. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I I would agree. But now the Padres made a lot of splash. They made a lot of noise in in the offseason season. Um, how, you don't think they can contend? I think they can. I, I have them coming in second in the West, and I have them contending for a wild card spot. Um, the one thing that we see, whenever you see like a, a super team put together like this, is it takes them a while to figure out how to play together. Um, luckily, baseball is such a long season that they'll, they'll have a lot of time to figure that out. Um, they completely rebuilt the outfield. They added a lot of power to the outfield. Uh, Justin Upton, Will Myers, Matt Kemp. I mean, that's a fantastic outfield. Um, the pitching staff, as always, is pretty strong. I mean, you're looking at maybe Ian Kennedy as a number three. Your um, good friend, Ian Kennedy, I might oh, point yeah, out. Oh, yeah, 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 my, my good buddy. I have a picture on the shelf. Well, where is it? I have a picture somewhere in this studio of you and me <laughs> and Ian Kennedy. So, But I can't produce it right now, and I don't know where it is. Stop the show. We're we're just going to have to start <laughs> over because i got to go find this picture now. But no, no, their new GM, A.J. Preller, he really didn't waste any, any time. And we heard stories in the offseason from guys that worked with him that he was sleeping in the office, pulling 20-hour days, making this team over. And he really, you know, I can't remember a season going into a season where there was this much excitement about the Padres. Can you? No, I, and I think that's what makes this so interesting, that the Padres, when you take pieces from all over the place and you throw them together, I agree with you, it takes a little time for that to gel, but they put together some some pretty strong pieces. 
I think they contend. I think if they were in a different division, maybe they're better off, but the Dodgers are just so good and they got the best pitcher in baseball in Clayton Kershaw that uh, you know, if they were in another division, I think the Padres would have a better chance. So you got the Dodgers, you got the Padres. Really probably in my opinion, the class of the West, the Dodgers head and shoulders above everybody. And then there's sort of everybody else. I have the Giants coming in third in the West, which I know they're the defending World Series champs. But as we've seen, in, in odd-numbered years, they're not so good. All right, see you next year. Next yeah. year will be an even-numbered year. So There's just so many question marks. I mean, their they're trademark for this whole borderline dynasty run has been the pitching staff. But you're looking at Matt Cain's coming back from a serious injury. You don't know what you're going to get from him. Tim Lincecum comes in a contract year. We're reading stories that oh he's mended fences with his dad. His dad's going to help him, you know, with the delivery again and everything. But you really just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, Tim Hudson is in the twilight of his career. He could break down at any time. Jake Peavy's getting up there in years. You don't know what you're going to get from him. So you don't know what you're going to get from them. They're a question mark. But at the same time, they've shown us over the last several years. You can't ever really count them out. Yeah, I, I don't think you can count them out. I think, I think they're still a very decent baseball team, a, a very good baseball team. The only problem is I think the Dodgers and the Padres have passed them by. They're just they're significantly better. So you got Dodgers, Padres, Giants, and then the bottom really drops out in this division. Yeah, then you have the Rockies, who they were really bad last year, but they led the majors in accumulated DL time. I mean, they... I, I believe seven of their nine opening day starters spent time on the disabled list, which how do you bounce back from that? You know, and and they didn't get much better in the offseason. They didn't get much worse. They did just cut Hulis Chassin, who was projected as their number two starter. So that tells you the status that their rotation They is. have no pitching. They have young pitching. They went through, I think, over two dozen starters over the last couple of years. I mean, they've used a ton of guys. They've just worked them in and out of that rotation. Yeah, yeah, and they have some young guys like John Gray that that are, are promising guys. But as we've said for a lot of teams so far in the division, you just don't know what you're going to get. So uh, the Rockies, uh, they've got a really uphill climb, and they have to do it against a couple of really good teams. And then you have the Diamondbacks. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to PredictionMachine.com. But they run 50,000 simulations of the season before the season happens. And they, they run through various scenarios that could plausibly happen. And they, they try to give you a, a good outlook of what's going to happen. In those 50,000 simulations, the only team to never win a World Series in those 50,000 tries was the Diamondbacks. They're terrible. And they had, they had some injuries. Uh, Paul, Paul Goldschmidt got hurt, killed my fantasy team. But... They just there's not enough talent there. They overhauled the front office. Yeah, I, you know in the NFL, the last player taken in the draft is Mister Irrelevant. They call him. He gets the label Mister Irrelevant. This is team irrelevant. They are they got to be the last team going. I just think they're really going to struggle their way through this season. There's just there's no there's no talent there. Um, and I and I say that being a slightly overweight, somewhat pudgy, you know older guy sitting here um they got a lot more talent than i do but not much they're gonna hit a lot of home runs because you're looking at aaron hill paul goldschmidt mark trumbo and then the, the cuban free agent signing is Manny tomas are the middle of the order those are all guys that are going to hit a bunch of home runs but other than that the rest of that lineup is not inspiring at all 
So both you and I both agree. We got the Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Rockies, and D-backs in that order. Darren, you got anything different? Not really. I could see the Padres possibly being that number one team, only because right now for the beginning of the season, who are the Dodgers going to let close games? Until Kenley Jansen gets back, they don't really have anybody that's quality. So I could see possibly the Dodgers getting out to a big enough lead that they hold on to for the rest of the season, but that that's a big if. That uh, Betting against the Dodgers is probably pretty stupid but for the sake of Pastor like, Shane you got anything anything different no I, I I agree with the Los Angeles being the top I would flip-flop the Padres and the Giants and simply for the fact of the chemistry factor that Zach mentioned I would say that that the Giants are going to work a little bit better together um, give the Padres a season or two it might be a different story you're listening to the Major League Baseball preview show of Benson and those guys. And when we come back after the break, we're going to look at the National League Central Division, Pastor Shane's favorite division in all of baseball. Woo. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. With all the snow and ice this year, a lot of people are having problems with water leaking into their homes. They're finding water in their kitchens, damaged drywall, and ruined floors. If you have this problem, call Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling at 490-4027. They will remove the snow and ice from your roof and gutters to prevent further leaking. And they can take care of any damage the water may have already caused. If you are one of the fortunate few to have escaped the ice problems, but are considering some home improvement projects like perhaps remodeling your kitchen or turning that unused area into a man cave, call Tim at 490-4027. He will come out personally to talk to you about your project. That's Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling, 490-4027. That's 490-4027. Welcome back to Benson and Nose Guys. We're doing our Major League Baseball preview show, as we've already done the National League West. Zach, the National League Central Division. I think we're going to have a little bit of a disagreement here, but why don't you tell me how you see this division f finishing out? I see the Cardinals winning it, and basically just because they always win it. Uh, it they're the weakest that they've been in a while, the Cardinals. I mean, it, and it's not completely their fault. I mean, nobody expected Oscar Tavares to be killed in a car crash at 22 years old, but they had to go out and trade for Jason Hayward to fill that spot. And uh, I, I'd See, I don't think the Cardinals can repeat um, their 164 runs last year of a drop-off, and I think they're going to drop off again this year, and there's just not enough. I don't think Hayward's going to make that up. I see the Cubs winning this division. Yeah. I think they've made a lot of good moves. Chris Coughlin came on our program two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I think that's going to carry them to a division championship and probably the World Series. 
just having Chris Coughlin come on this show is going to turn their season to gold, obviously. Uh, exactly right. But I, I have them in second in the division, and I have them getting a wild card spot. And I would have put them in first place in this division if they had a little more experience. They're depending on a lot of young guys to continue their development. But if you look at a lot of the young players, Jorge Soler came up last year, five homers and 20 RBIs in like 26 games. You know, Chris Bryan is crushing spring training. It, it, this team is set up to not only be good this year, but for a long, long time. Yeah, if they don't win this year, the Cubs, they're going to win very soon. Um, but I, I think they're going to win this division this year. I see the Cardinals in second place. And then who do you have in third place? I have the Pirates. I'm sorry, Shane. I didn't want to do it. But I, their their rotation is top-heavy as well. With Garrett Cole, Francisco Liriano, A.J. Burnett. I, as a Yankee fan, I've seen enough of him that I don't know what you're going to get out of him. Can't trust him. I think their season's going to hinge on Pedro Alvarez. Uh, if he gets back to the power numbers that he had before last year, they'll score plenty of runs. If not, I don't know. Shane, let's get your opinion. You're a Pirates fan, so give us a homey type yeah. of look. Homie. Well, with this with this division, I, I have either the Cubs or the Pirates of winning the division. And the reason for that is, is with the Pirates, there's a lot of what-ifs. There's a lot of if A.J. Burnett returns to form and if Pedro Alvarez does well and if um, – Gregory Gregory Polanco does well, then they're going to be an awesome team. If they don't, they're not going to do well. The Cubs, I, I, I don't know. The Pirates picked a bad time to start being good. <laughs> I, I gotta like Pittsburgh's outfield with McCutcheon, Marte, and Polanco, yeah. but um, I got Cubs, Cubs, Cardinals, Pirates, Reds, Brewers. Zach, I just flip flopped the Brewers and the Reds. I, the Reds were not good last year. Uh, Jay Bruce looked lost. Joey Votto got hurt. And then they traded 40% of their starting rotation. So I just don't see them getting out of the basement. The Brewers were great in the first half and abysmal in the second half. I don't know what I'm going, what you're going to see out of them, but I think enough that they'll be better than the Reds. Darren, give us the order of your teams in the National League Central. I hate doing this, but I can't bet against St. Louis. They they always have somebody else in the minors ready to step up and fill a void. They're, they're good. Then you got the Cubs in second, Pittsburgh in third. Then, like Zach said, you got Milwaukee and then Cincinnati. I could see Milwaukee being maybe even being better than Pittsburgh. I know that sounds crazy, but when they're good, they're good. When they're bad, they're horrible. National League East, Zach. How, how do you? Where's this division going? Well, the first place team, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a shock. There really, is no discussion there. Is Probably none. The best team in baseball is the Washington Nationals. At least on I would, paper. I, I would agree. They're so deep. I mean, you're looking at Gio Gonzalez as your fifth starter. Tanner Rorick, as you were talking about in the break, won like 13, 14 games last year. He's going to go to the bullpen because there's nowhere to put him. If a hole does develop on this team, you can trade a starter and get a nice haul in return and fill the hole. So the Nationals, not a surprise at the top. Uh, I have the Marlins finishing second behind the Nationals and probably being a wild card team. I just think they have the second best rotation in the division, so they get the second spot. Jose Fernandez is back. They got Matt Latos from the Reds. Henderson Alvarez, Jared Cosart. Assuming he doesn't get suspended for gambling, that's a really good top four in your rotation. And uh, they have a, a very good outfield. Giancarlo Stanton, we all know about him. Marcelo Zuna quietly hit like 23 home runs. Christian Yelich in left field is a good young player. 
I like the Marlins a lot. Don't sleep on yeah, the Marlins. Yeah, I, I, I like the Marlins. I, I think it's unfortunate for them. They have to play the Nationals as many times over the course of the season as they will. Yeah. Not only the Nationals, but the Mets are a lot better. Are the Mets finishing just behind the Marlins? Yeah, I, I like the Mets, and you can't help but like the pitching there. They have so much pitching. Even even without Zach, with Zach Wheeler healthy, I'd probably have them finishing ahead of the Marlins. But even without him, Matt Harvey's back. Jacob DeGrom was the rookie of the year. He's in your rotation. Noah Syndergaard's going to come up. Cologne and Nice are dependable. They got Michael Kadire to lengthen the lineup. I like the Mets. And Michael Kadire has had a very nice spring, as has Juan Lagares. I think the Mets are, are Mets are primed also to have a, a future in front of them. I don't think it's now, but... It's soon. I think it's soon, but the Nationals are... are just so far above. If the Nationals don't win everything, something didn't go according to plan. That's a huge disappointment. Yeah, sorry. You got you got the Nationals, the Marlins, the Mets, and then again, I think there's a as as in the National League West, there's a drop off after those top three teams. Yeah. I I have the Braves and then the Phillies at the bottom. It doesn't really matter. Neither one's going to be much fun to watch. They're both going to be bad. Uh, the Braves. The only outfielder they kept from last year is the one they wanted to get rid of, the the newly minted Melvin Upton. They're still paying him to be an awful, awful baseball player. And then the Phillies, uh, there are a lot of guys that they should have traded by now to get their youth movement started, and they haven't. So they're just kind of stalled out. They're going to be brutal to watch. The, the Braves didn't score runs in last year in 2014. And they're not going to score much more this year. I just don't know where that offense is coming from. So I, I think there's a serious drop-off. The top three teams, as we said, the Nationals are head and shoulders above everybody in all of baseball. I agree with you. And then the Marlins or Mets, I think, are really going to they're going to be in play for a wild-card position, I would believe. Uh, and, again, all this is dependent on injuries. But then the drop-off, you got the Braves, and then you got the Phillies. And I just think they're going to stink. I mean, I, I don't think they'll be as bad as the Diamondbacks, and I suppose that's the only team that maybe will finish behind the Phillies, but the Phillies are really going to struggle in, from what I say. I just don't see where they're – Ryan Howard's their best player, and he's unhappy. Yeah, and bad. And bad. The, the only reason to watch the Phillies this year is to see where Cole Hamels gets traded. That's really it. And and what is their issue there? They've They've openly tried to – Ship Cole Hamels out, Jonathan Papelbon. They've wanted to trade these guys and haven't been able to pull a trigger. Ruben Amaro, their general manager, is notorious around the league. We've heard from other general managers in the offseason. He asks for the moon for his players, and he really doesn't back down. And we've heard numerous GMs say, you know, we had interest. We talked to him, and his demands were just outrageous. And uh, it's really hurt them And that they could have got their youth movement started a year or two ago. So you and I agree here, Nationals, Marlins, Mets, Braves, Phillies. Darren, you got anything different than that order? I don't know how you could. Washington's going to win. They won. They were 17 game, seventeen games above uh, Atlanta last year, and Atlanta was in second place. That's not going to change. It might even be higher this year. I don't think anyone else in the division is a playoff team. I got the Mets, then Miami, then Atlanta, and then Philly because they're, they're horrible. There's really not much to say other than I don't know how the pitching in with the Mets and the Marlins is going to be because you got Harvey and Fernandez both coming off surgeries. You never know how guys are going to respond. There's no other playoff team but Washington in that division. I think Atlanta Braves are going to win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Our one big fan that listens to this show that's a big Braves fan is is 
He's going to have a long season. He's yeah. going to have to find an American League team to root for because none at, of these National least, League teams, they're all going to be beaten up on his Braves. At least we're not going to have to see him post to do the chop on Facebook very often. Nationals, Dodgers, and then National League Championship Series, right? I mean, that would be a great series. I mean, that's really probably your World Series. Uh, we'll get to the American League on the other side of the break, but looking at the National League, I think it comes down to the Dodgers and the Nationals and uh, boy, I'll tell you, that's like one and one A for me in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, any different there? You guys see it no. the same way? No, no same. I'm looking for. I hope that series happens. That'll be fun. Yeah, that that will be a that, the pitching in that series. What, wow, that'd just be terrific. Can't believe I'm saying this though, but don't count the Cubs out, man. They they made some good moves, and Madden he just wins wherever he goes. So. They I can't believe you're people. saying that either. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. We'll be back right after the break. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Benson and those guys. Our show is brought to you by Town and Country Pet Solutions. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program. This is a little different format for our program than normally. Being baseball fans, we're going through team by team, looking at the season ahead for Major League Baseball. And of course, Zach, being the, the stat nerd that he is, has done a ton of research, has looked at each of these teams, and we're really trusting his opinion to let us know. How this is gonna how this is gonna play out? And again, as I've said a number of times, predictions are just dumb because nobody knows. That's why they play the games. It is so amazing to me how often we we sit in the beginning of the season. I get it; it's fun. We'll make our predictions, but then there's always that one team that just just explodes or implodes, and it doesn't. They come nowhere close to doing what you think they do then it's always that surprise team. And those are the ones that are so hard to figure out, well, you know, they're going to come from nowhere. But let's talk about the American League West. We've gone through the National League, and we've determined that with the exception of one guy who thinks a Braves is going to win the World Series and one who thinks he can't sleep on the Cubs, anybody with any sense knows that it's going to be the Nationals and the Dodgers playing for a chance to go to the World Series. But let's look at the American League now and the American League West. I have the Seattle Mariners. I smart man. I think they're the deepest team, and it's crazy to me how, in the span of what a year and a half, two years, they went from scoring no runs to having a really scary offense in Safeco. In Safeco of all places, but I mean they they got Robinson Cano. They added Nelson Cruz, and Kyle Seager is not a household name yet. But he led the team, 25 homers, 96 RBIs last year. Like you said, playing half his games in Safeco. 
got a gold glove and a $100 million contract in the offseason. Those are your three, four, five guys. That's a really good middle of the order. And, and the rest of the lineup is, is relatively deep. Some young guys. they got Austin Jackson leading off. And they've got a nice rotation on top of a it. Very good. Felix Hernandez, uh, probably going to win another Cy Young. Cy Young. You know, and, and uh, Iwakuma was hurt a little bit last year, but when he was healthy, he was fantastic. You know, they they got young guys. James Paxton, Taiwan Walker are ready to take the next step and be in the in, in the rotation full time, and they just look like the team to beat in the West to me. And, and I agree. I think they're the the class of the American League. I think this goes back to, uh, I think this might be the only ninety win team in the American League. There's just so much parity there, but the the Mariners stand out, and, and they could be the best team in the American League. And like when Lupinella had the team, they can win all those games, have the best team, and then eventually lose to the New York Yankees. <laughs> That's a rotation I, I would not want to be in a short series in the playoffs against. All right, so we got the Mariners at the top of the division. Walk me through the rest of them. I have the Angels after the Mariners. Uh, they have a very deep rotation. Garrett Richards came out of nowhere, put it all together last year, was having a great season until he got hurt. He's going to be your ace, and, and and after Garrett Richards, you have Jared Weaver. You have just you know such a deep rotation, and then they're the, an older team, though they are. But you got the best player in baseball, in Mike Trout. You have uh, Albert Pujols. His average is down, but the power numbers are still good. Uh, I think the success of this team, how far they go, is going to depend on what you get from Josh Hamilton. He's going to be suspended for twenty five games for the drug thing. He was pretty bad last year. Um, if he gets right, if he comes back with a vengeance, it, they could be a good team. But it's going to depend, I think, on what they get from him. All right, Mariners, Angels. I have the Astros after the Angels. I, they're an up-and-coming team. They take a lot of flack because they've been bad for a long time and they have terrible uniforms. But Those uniforms are awesome. You watch your mouth. Those those orange uniforms, oh, I, I can't even look at them. But they they increased their win total last year by 19. To win 19 more games in a year than the year before is very impressive. Chris Carter, for half of the season, was the most feared slugger in the majors. The dude was killing. And all he does is catch touchdowns. <laughs> One-handed, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they like I said, they increased their win total by 19. Then in the offseason, they had Colby Rasmus, Evan Gaddis, Jed Lowry, just to make the lineup deeper. They have some very, very good young starting pitching. And then they added Luke Gregerson and Pat Neshek to the bullpen. They're a well-rounded team, and... I think they're they're like the Cubs. They're not a, a team that's going to win it all this year, but they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, you know, I like the Astros. And, of course, Sports Illustrated had that article. Uh, they had the Astros on the covers halfway through the baseball season last year. I, I forget when it was, but proclaiming them the 2017 World Series champions because they have so much depth in their minor league system. But I had the A's finishing third. I do like the – again, Billy Bean – who knows? I mean, all those off-season moves, he's always seemingly building for the future. But I kind of like the pitching rotation they have. But until you just went through that, I think you've kind of turned me around. And I, maybe maybe I should have the Astros finishing ahead of the A's. They're an upcoming team. Oh, yeah. I have the A's right after the Astros uh, coming in fourth. And, and I, I have a disclaimer that I could be completely wrong. Because on paper, the amount of talent that, they, that they've lost. So your disclaimer right. is you might be right. But you might be wrong. My disclaimer is it's a Billy Bean team. <laughs> the Billy Bean teams, on paper, you look at them and you go, what are they doing? And then they win 90 games. You know, it, 
it they look like they should be a fourth place team, but who the heck knows? Yeah, Sonny Gray, you know, Jared Parker, Scott Casimir. I think they could be pretty good. I originally had them against the uh, over the Astros, but when you just went down that list of Astro players and you never even mentioned George Springer, he I, and a lot of people don't know about George Springer yet. In my opinion, he's Giancarlo Stanton light. He's that good. And then, all right, Mariners, Angels, Astros, A's, you can flip-flop there, whatever. Uh, that just leaves the Rangers. That just leaves the Rangers. They're going to be bad. They're going to be bad. But as we've talked on already. previous shows, their concession stands are deep-frying everything <laughs> they sell, so they're fun game. They're fun team to go watch. They're winners in the concession game, that's for sure. But, I, I mean, last year, to lose Prince Fielder, to, to, to have the injuries that they had, they got Prince Fielder back, and, in fact, he's he's – going to be in the running, I think, for comeback player of the year, but they lost you, Darvish. They're probably still not going to have Profar. I just don't think they're deep enough to overcome injuries like that. I really But don't. they have bacon-flavored cotton candy, so everything's good in Arlington. Is that where they play? Arlington, right? Ballpark yes. at Arlington, yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So, all right, Mariners, Angels, Astros A's, and then the Rangers. You guys, Shane, Darren, anything Mine, different? Mine's not too much different. Obviously, Seattle... Zach covered that. Number two, I have me in Oakland. You can never count a Billy Bean team out. Number three is the Angels. I just don't like the way the offseason shaping up with the Josh Hamilton thing. When he comes back, how how slow is he going to be because of that? Pujols can – I just don't trust him anymore. He's breaking down. He's old. Even though he had a good season, he's getting older. I don't like it. Houston, I could even be talking to them becoming the third team. Uh, and then uh, in Texas, obviously, they're going to be horrific. I think the Houston Astros are going to win the World Series, and they're going to make Taylor Swift reschedule her concert. That's and right. yeah, so this is their year. All I say to that, shake it off. That's yeah. all I have to say to <laughs> that. You know what? If they do, I will root so hard for them in the playoffs. It would be awesome. It was up to wear sunglasses to watch the games. Let's talk about the American League Central Division. This division, I think, for me, was the hardest one to kind of – yes. Man, this can, I think any of these teams, with the exception of the Twins... Oh, see, could, I, that's who I thought you were going to pick. Any other team could win that division. Who? Do, how do you see that? I have the Tigers winning it. I, and I, I thought hard... I flip-flopped a few times when I was putting this together, but they're the team that's been there. They have David Price. They have Miguel Cabrera. And... Very easily, Justin Verlander is going off a cliff. We saw it last year. His ERA mm-hmm. was four and a half. He's lost several miles an hour off the fastball. Um, it could be a CC Sabathia situation with him, where he has to learn to pitch with less. And uh, but I just I look at that lineup with, with Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez. I mean, JD Martinez had a breakout year. Uh, I just think until someone proves that they've done enough to knock the Tigers off, I think they need to be the number one team. And he's still Justin Verlander, and and. Maybe he's not the Justin Verlander that he was, but I think you can counsel, count him in for 12, 13, 14 wins, if not much more. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not going to. And then you got David Price. So you got some pitching with a ton of offense. So I agree with you. I see the Tigers winning that division. I'd like to say the Royals. I was mm-hmm. kind of excited about that story last year, how that went. But um, I think they've fallen off a little bit. I think it's hard. You've lost James Shield. You've lost Nori Aoki. You lost uh, Billy Butler. Those are tough guys to lose. Yeah, and if they kept James Shields, I would have had them number one. But I just I look at their rotation, and they're counting on a lot from some older 
unspectacular guys. You know, Jeremy Guthrie, he did he did fine, he did fine, but that was it. You know, he he's not going to give you really really good innings. He's just going to give you innings. And Danny Duffy and Yodarno Ventura are very good, very electric, fun to watch young arms. And now they have some postseason experience, but they've never been counted on to be the best guys in the rotation. You know, James Shields was that. So there's a lot of, like we've talked about with several teams, you just don't know. And like you said, they lost some key guys. They lost Billy Butler, who was a lot of the veteran leadership on this team. So Tigers, Royals, and then for me it was Indians, White Sox, and I had a hard time. I think either of those teams could finish fourth, and I think either of those teams could really win the division. Yeah, and I I was torn because I wanted to put the White Sox higher because I thought they had a fantastic offseason. You know, they added uh, David Robertson, which kind of stings a little to say. Uh, Adam LaRoche, Melky Cabrera, Jeff Samarja. You know, those are very good additions to a team. I just think the the back end of the rotation, John Danks is terrible now, and he's got a big contract. He's terrible. Uh, they're depending on some young guys. They're, uh, they're just. I think they they're better, but I don't think they're the team that's going to knock off the the Tigers or the Royals. No, and I I think they're missing some offense still. The Indians had a great second half last year, and boy, they could really they got a potential Cy Young winner again. You know, and, and that could be a really good team. Yeah, they're they're kind of a a mystery team. You know. You, what are you going to get out of them? I, nobody's really talking about them, but they quietly were very good. I mean, their first season under Terry Francona, they won, what, 92 games? Got wild thing coming out of the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. But, I mean, Michael Brantley turned into a very, very good uh, player. The, the, the Cy Young winner in Corey Kluber. Uh, Jason Kipnis and Jan Gomes had breakout seasons. Uh, as Darren would say, don't sleep on them. They... I have them finishing third. They Darren could, said that about the Cubs. They could very easily win this good. division. This division is the most parity, I think, of any division. I, I w- Well, I, I don't know. I, I look at the American League East, which we'll get to in a minute, but that's another division that I think is tough because there's so many questions. But let's stick with the American League Central. we got the Tigers, the Royals, Indians, White Sox, and then the Twins. That just leaves the Twins. That just leaves the Twins. With, with the biggest question for Minnesota, the bright spot will be is – when do we see Byron Buxton? Mm-hmm. That's what, right? That's what the Twins fans have to look for. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, and, and if you're a Twins fan, they brought back uh, Tory Hunter, always popular there. Uh, what he's going to give you at at this point in his career, he'll be a veteran leadership type guy. He'll have good at bats, you know. Uh, and Paul Molitor's m- managing the team. Yeah, so we like that. Yeah, so there's a couple hometown guys, you know. I, they're the Twins aren't a bad team i mean they're they're actually not not that bad but in this division of all the teams we just talked about who are they going to get past yeah they got to play all those other teams many times over the course of the year it's gonna be a long season yeah Yeah. joe mauer is now the most expensive singles hitter in the game you know he's a good player but uh, i don't know moving to first base maybe helps but you guys got anything different in that order? Anything? I I do actually. I got Cleveland winning it. I you take a bad April away from last year, and they're actually a pretty darn good team. I like them this year. You call me crazy. I also said don't sleep on the don't sleep on the Cubs, but I'm going with Cleveland. And then uh, Detroit, Kansas City. I think is going to go back to being their normal Kansas City self. And the White Sox, and of course Minnesota. Well, I think you got four teams in that division that could win it, 
and yeah. then you got the twins. So I, I don't know if the White Sox did enough. They're good, but I don't know if they did enough. That's I, I agree. That's what I thought as well. They're good. They're much improved, but are mm-hmm. they going to knock off the Tigers or the Royals? I don't think so. When we come back, we're going to look at the American League East. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. The show is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com, or follow us on Twitter, at btgprogram. We've been going through a little different format than normal, looking at our Major League Baseball preview. Uh, we're, we're up to the American League East, with three out of four of us in this room right now are Yankees fans. Um this is a division that is a little closer to our hearts. Of course, Pastor Shane being a Pirates fan, we kind of pass that division right on by. But <laughs> Zach, tell me about the American League East. We're I, I this is another division that I think could go in any number of directions. There's so many questions here. This sounds like a total homer pick, and it probably is. Oh no! I have the Yankees winning it, and here's why: they have on paper the best rotation in this division. Tanaka was in the Cy Young race last year until he got hurt. He made two starts at the end of the year, looked fine. He's been all right this spring. Michael Pineda has been dominant when he's healthy. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi, big believer in him, has great stuff. Yankees pitching coach Larry Rothschild. uh, Historically, when pitchers join teams that he's coached for, their strikeouts rise. So I I think Eovaldi is a guy I'm on the bandwagon with him. Uh, I just think this rotation is good enough and the bullpen, I mean, this bullpen is so... There's so many quality, hard-throwing arms. If you have a lead after six innings, you win the game. You know, and uh, the rotation, a lot of... Or the rotation, the lineup, a lot of old guys, some question marks with health, obviously. If we can get some hitting out of Derek Jeter, I think that this... <laughs> what? What's so funny? Our captain will never leave us. In my mind, he's still playing. He's still, still playing. out there. He's rolling out the shortstop. Look, they're not going to beat anyone to death with offense. They're not going to be an offensive machine, but they'll score just enough. I think the pitching gets them there. I, and I think the pitching's good. My issue is I think the Yankees could be really, really good if everything goes their way. But how often does everything go your way? Ever. And that's my issue. Uh, they have the potential to be a very good baseball team. 
but I don't think it's going to work that way for them. Um, give me the rest of your your division order, and then I'll tell you how I, I see it. You've got the Yankees winning it. I have the Jays in second and grabbing a wild card spot. Uh, if you look back the last couple of years the Jays have had, they've had a very good team that just got crushed by injuries. You know, your, your, your two biggest hitters, Batista and Encarnacion, both get hurt. At one point, I think they were hurt at the same time. Uh, I think this is the year that maybe they don't all get injured. Uh, their rotation, you got two guys that are older guys in Dickey and Burley at the top, but they've been there. They know how to get it done. Uh, Marcus Stroman being injured really hurts the rotation, but the young guys like Aaron Sanchez, Drew Hutchison, that they've got very, very good young pitching prospects. I think they can step up, and that rotation will be a strength of the team. And, I mean, you add the two guys that we talked about, Encarnacion and Batista, you add Josh Donaldson to that in the middle of that order. That's a team you really don't want to pitch to. So you got Yankees, and you got the Blue Jays. Then I got the Red Sox. I know they're a trendy pick uh, because they threw a ton of money around this offseason. I think the reality is You know, does that bother you, teams trying to buy a pennant like that? I know it bothers me. Especially when they hate on the Yankees for doing it. It, i got to be honest, it bugs me a little bit in that, and this is going to be totally homer-sounding, but when the Yankees spend a ton of money, it's, there go the Yankees ruining the game again. But when the Red Sox do it, when the Angels or the Rangers do it, when the Rangers did it when the league owned them and they weren't supposed to be spending money, everyone cheered it. And when the Yankees do it, it's all, there they go okay, again. St- stop. Stop whining. You got the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox. The Red Sox rotation, a lot of good number two or three guys, not a number one guy. Outside of the middle of the order, they're starting three or four rookies or second-year players. I think the rest of that lineup, aside from the big names in the middle, is very pedestrian. Um, after the Red Sox, I have the Orioles. They lost Nelson Cruz. They lost Nick Markakis. They didn't really place them with anybody interesting. Uh, you're looking at Steve Pierce being a regular in this lineup, and I just don't know where the runs are going to come from. Yeah, uh, and that's I'm I'm with you on that. That not only do they not have offense, but this is a pitching staff. They gave up a ton of home runs, walked a lot of guys without a lot of strikeouts. It's a pitching staff that's just a bunch of guys. You know, nobody on the pitching staff stands out really, and I think uh, the Buckshaw Walter magic wears off this year. And then that leaves one team. That's the Tampa Bay Rays. They lost David Price. They lost Will Myers and Ben Zobris. They lost their manager, the the glue that held them together, and Joe Madden. Outside of Longoria, it's hard to name a lot of Rays. I, I think it's going to be an ugly year. It gets worse. They still got Cobb better. at pitcher, you know, which is nice. And they, I agree, they're they're the bottom of the division. I think I've heard a lot of folks saying, "Well, they could be a sleeper pick." I think they lost too much. Um, I have the Red Sox at the top of the division. They have thrown a lot of money. I think they have the depth. Uh, their pitching right now is a question mark. Uh, they've got some guys, but I think they have the depth to go make a midseason move if they have to. Um, and, again, it, Pablo Sandoval, Hanley Ramirez, um, streaky kind of guys. I, I don't know that they'll carry you through a season, but maybe they will. Uh, I think the Red Sox are good enough to win the division, Right after that, I have the Blue Jays. Then I have the Yankees, Orioles, Rays. I just for the Yankees, for me, I'd love to pick them. As I say, I think they're going to be. They, they have the potential to be very good. There's just too many questions. The, the Orioles, just there's not enough pitching there. I think the Blue Jays are older than I would like them to be, if I was going to pick them. So 
by default, I think the Red Sox win this division. I don't think they're going to be a great ball club. Um, I, I think it, but I think they're good enough to win this division. I think the days of the AL East being the division that you don't want to play, being the toughest division, those days are long Th- over. Those days mm-hmm. are gone. Yeah. I actually I have the Red Sox in third. I, I don't trust Pablo Sandoval. If he goes on one of his stre- uh, on one of his slumps like he usually does, I can see Red Fox, Red Sox fans just killing the dude. He might not ever recover from that. Uh, Hanley Ramirez, when is he going to turn back into the head case and the cancer in the locker room that he is? I I don't I I don't like those moves. I'm not trying to sound like a a biased Yankees fan here. I just I don't like those moves. In second place. I, I think the Orioles are not as bad as people are saying they are. You know, you're going to get Matt Weeders back when he returns, hopefully healthy. You know, a healthy Manny Machado, a bounce back season from Chris Davis, and you're looking at a decent ball club, especially in the, a weekend AL East. They could they could be the second team, but I have the I have the Toronto Blue Jays in uh, in first place. I love the upside of their their offense. I, I like their youthful rotation. I'm not not sold on Ari Dickey and Mark Burley, but I think they could be a very good team win that division. Yankees, I don't even think they're they're Shane, we've had team. three different teams picked now for the AL East. Can you give us a fourth or are you gonna The Rays? I, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are gonna uh, <laughs> win the World win Series. The World Series and I really don't like this division. I, I and it's you know, it naturally has everything to do with the Yankees and the Red Sox, but it, I in all honesty, if I had to pick a team, I'd I'd tend to like the Blue Jays, um, I would like to see them do well. There's nothing substantial to base that choice on. They'll be the most fun team to watch, I think. Yeah. yeah. Zach, let's look at the award. And this is even harder than picking divisions. Rookie of the Year in the American League. Do you have a, a pick? I have Steven Souza from the race. They picked him up uh, in the Will Myers trade. And uh, he's going to be a starter every day right away. I what about the National League? National League for Rookie of the Year, uh, I have... Either Chris Bryant or Jorge Soler from the Cubs. I think both of them are just such dynamic prospects, and they're going to get a chance to start. That whichever one of them has the better year is going to be the rookie of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, I've got uh, Castillo of the Red Sox in the American League. I got Chris Bryant of the Cubs in the National League. What about for uh, MVP? In the AL, I have Mike Trout. Uh, yeah, hard to pick I, against Mike Trout. Yeah. I agree. What Who's about the National it? League? Giancarlo Stanton. See, I got Carlos Gomez of the Brewers. I like it. That that's kind of a sleeper pick, but uh, he's, he's good. He's really good. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Cy Young Award, American League. I've got Alex Cobb of the Rays or Felix Hernandez of the Mariners. Man, I still can't. I think Alex Cobb has the advantage in the American League that he's playing a lot of teams that I don't think are very good. Mm-hmm. So I think that translates in the wins. But a Felix Hernandez has a very similar situation, maybe not to the extent that Cobb does. Yeah, the Cy Young predictions I thought are, are kind of boring. I, I don't know how to pick against Felix. I just don't know how to pick against him. You know, he's he's so good year in and year out. I like the Cobb choice, though. National League, Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. I mean, best pitcher in baseball, right? It'd be nuts to pick anybody else. Well, all right. We're going to take a break. On the other side, we're going to get Darren and it's Unreasonable Rant. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Tyler.
title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Welcome back to Benson and those guys. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program or find us on our website, btgprogram.com. Here's Darren with his unreasonable rant. As spring training continues to roll on, I keep expecting to see number two, Derek Jeter, make his debut. But as we all know, it's not going to happen. The captain's retired. But we now have the ability to look at the entirety of his career, a career that made him the greatest Yankee of all time. Jeter's in first place in hits with 3,465. That's 744 more than Gehrig and 947 more than Babe Ruth. First in singles and doubles, first in stolen bases, second in runs scored, third in total bases, fourth in walks, and fifth in extra base hits. Impressed yet? I am, but in case you're not, I'll keep going. He's sixth in RBI, he's eighth in career batting average at 310, and ninth in home runs at 260. He is top 10 in nearly every offensive category, and don't forget his five championships. Yes, Babe Ruth was great. So was Garrick, DiMaggio, Mantle, Maris, Martin, and of course Reggie Jackson. But none of those guys played in the modern era of baseball that Jeter did. Sure, there were special players in every era, but the pitching and fielding Jeter had to face on a nightly basis are far and away better as a whole than any of those aforementioned players. And that is why Derek Jeter is the greatest Yankee of all time. That's in those guys is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. So we always do our Pest of the Week towards the end of every show. And I'm actually going to steal Shane's Pest of the Week this week because I have two I couldn't choose from. So Shane's is going to be Bruce Irvin's uh, from, from the uh, his April Fool's joke, Bruce Irvin of the Seattle Seahawks. His joke was he tweeted out that he got a DUI. He's apologizing <laughs> to his fans, got a DUI. Man, let me tell you something. You are my Pest of the Week because that's not funny. No. You know, that that's not you something doing? you make in April. Exactly right. Exactly right. So Shane's is Bruce Irvin, and I just sort of, uh, you know, my name's on the show, so I just sort of took over and said, yeah, that's going to be <laughs> one of them because I didn't know who to choose from. But my real one is the Chicago Cubs. The Chicago Cubs for demoting stud prospect Chris Bryant. He has raked the entire spring, and then they send him down to the minor leagues because – the way the arbitration rules are, they want to protect another year of free agency. It's ridiculous. It, absolutely, they have. You have not won in over a hundred years. Forget. I get business, but man, your fans—they don't care at this point if he gets another year of free agency. You need to win. You need to go with your best players. Sending him down. What? That's ridiculous. I, I don't know how you guys saw I saw that and I said, man, this is stupid. you got to change the rules. 
if you're that player or you're that fan base and you're like one of your guys that you're getting excited about that had a spring the way he had a spring and well now you're going to send him down to the minor leagues just because you're protecting your business assets that was the same thought that i had when i saw that headline is he was the hottest hitter the entire spring he had he hit more home runs than i think some teams hit this spring he had nine and yeah he was a, a, a complete animal and not even a complete spring training and you're a team that just dropped all that money for John Lester. You went and brought in Joe Madden. And you're telling your your fans and the world that we're ready to win now. We're a playoff team. And then you send the spring's best hitter down to the minors to delay his free agency for a year. The Cubs have money. What's the issue? Right. And wouldn't you think having him there was going to sell a couple extra tickets? If you weren't going to go to an early season game in Chicago knowing that this guy just raked for nine home runs in the spring, hey, maybe I will go see a game. Uh, without him there, uh, you know, maybe not. He's going to sell a lot more tickets playing third base for the Cubs than Luis Valbuena is. Well, he had nine home runs in 14 games. He had 425, and he had, by the way, had 15 RBIs in those 14 games. He's He raked, like you said. I'm a Bills fan. It's been, what, 15, 16 years since they've been remotely good? The Cubs... It's been a hundred years since they've done anything, man. I think the last time I remember seeing them in the playoffs was uh, the Bartman. Yes, yeah, they've competed like, a couple of times, but, but they haven't won anything. Bad, you man. need to go out of spring w- with some momentum. Go with your best. The Chicago Cubs are my pest of the week. What about you, Darrell? What's your pest of the week? Uh, mine is the Notre Dame fighting Irish men's basketball team for choking away their lead against Kentucky and blowing up my bracket. But, you know, Kentucky's a good team. you got to expect them to make a run. So I'm going to blame... Jerry and Grant for everything. The senior, the leader, who decided that dribbling to the corner and shooting a contested three-pointer for the win over three guys, two of which were seven-footers, that that was his best option. Come on, man. Jerry and Grant, my pest of the week for ruining my bracket. I was surprised at where they took that shot from. That's your best option? The corner? Speaking of which, our BTG NCAA tournament bracket. Oh, here we go. Darren, you're a guy that talked a lot of smack. By the way, your score of 69 is exactly the same as the best score that you can get from here on (laughs) in, 69. you realize how close I was to being a genius, though? You are possibly, you're able to finish fourth. You're currently in third. You can get no higher than third. I can't win any more points. But here's hoping that Shane passes you. (laughs) Shane can still get as many as 79. Now, the host, yours truly, well in the lead. Zach Zach can catch me. And three out of my four. Three out of the four final four. Final Gonzaga four teams. You. And I'm the only one with a potential champion left. All your champions are dead. Hey, I, I, least, I picked Michigan State, and they're still alive. Okay, that was a good pick. I at least took a swing, though, with Notre Dame. You took over a swing. Kentucky. Zach, who's your pest of the week? My pest of the week is whoever posted the fake article yesterday for April Fool's that Pete Rose had been reinstated. <laughs> We've been talking about it for weeks, whether it should or shouldn't happen. I think we all agreed it should happen. And then I saw that article, and I forgot what the date was for a second, and it fooled me. Pete Rose be turning 74 later this month. You, you need 74? to re- 74. You need to reinstate it. old? You don't want, and I don't mean to be morbid or anything else, but you're not looking for somebody to pass away. And then make them pest of the week. Or, yeah, make them pest of the week. Right. Shane would do you that. don't want him to pa- <laughs> pass away. And then, okay, you're going to put him in now and make try to make everything right. Yeah. G- give the guy the honor before it, before it's too late. Agreed. Now, i got to ask you this. Which one of you morons tweeted about MLB The Show? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> now, it was about this time last year. And, again, we're doing our Major League Baseball preview show, so I guess it wouldn't be a complete show if I didn't ask you, 
How's the new video game? You know, I'm 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 turning 31 in a few months here. I still get legitimately excited about this video game. It's bigger for me than Christmas now. When this game releases, it's just amazing. It's you guys are the two biggest nerds that I know. I rarely play video games, but this one I have not been able to stop since it came out on Tuesday. The fact that you have wives and children is beyond me. How did you even meet them? <laughs> you guys are the classic living in your parents' basement guy playing video games. My my daughter Piper fell asleep on my lap last night while I was playing it. It was fantastic. Even though you apparently peed yourself. She peed on me. All right. It's your story. You can tell it any way you want. But give, it, give us. How is the game? Tell me. Is it better than last year? What's the highlights of the game? It's great. They, there's a new trade engine. There's more uh, physics changes to the physics of the game. They, the big deal is that they've added... See, now uh, here, here's why I always say you're a nerd. You just told me physics. trade engine, physics. <laughs> you, you mentioned it. I'm waiting for the graphics are great. You know, this they guy jumps really great. high. The graphics were already great. And this year they've added authentic sponsorship so the cleats have nike signs the wristbands have whatever That's fun the, the for nike me. I just symbols like that. and stuff yeah it's it's completely authentic now you know what i got to i got to call Zach out here though cuz what's the point of beating t- tell me if you agree is there a point to beating something if you don't put it on the hardest level yeah the point is you have fun i have fun winning games not losing games yeah so well I, I i play to where my skill set is at i've won a couple games in the hardest level and it, it's it's satisfying like what winning on uh, on a lesser level, knowing it could be harder? How is that satisfying? Am I wrong, Benson? We- I I can see both sides. I understand what you're saying, but the idea of you want to, I want to at least learn the game. If I go in and play at the hardest level, I'm going to just keep. Well, you've never played it before. Zach and I play this every year. I think it's time for him to step it up. Are you still on rookie level? No. Well, this year there's a a, a feature where it watches as you play and then it adjusts to your skill level. So I'm playing with that. All right. Well, there you have it. The Moron Twins with their <laughs> review of MLB's The Show 2015. And I guess they're both giving it a thumbs up. Benson and those guys will be one less here in the near future as Pastor Shane leaves the program. We've had the privilege to have him from the fall through the winter. And now he's going to be pursuing um, your master's degree, correct? Correct. Yep. Good luck with all that Thank as you. you look forward to becoming a pastor and possibly be moving away who knows it, it's up in the air and along for the ride well we've enjoyed having you i appreciate all that you've done and invested in the program and turning all those buttons on the engineer <laughs> board and I, I don't know how these other two are going to do it but they'll they'll figure out a way somehow but i just want to take a minute and say i appreciate all you've done we'll be praying for you and good luck and getting your master's degree thanks i appreciate that i hope you like this week's show i apologize if you did it a little different format we did our major league baseball preview we just talked baseball today if you're a basketball fan uh this was probably a hideous show for you to endure we're sorry uh we're sorry we tried to work in a minute and a half of ncaa talk but i guess <laughs> we, didn't, we probably didn't even hit a minute and a half anyway the major league baseball preview show hope you liked it apologize if you didn't little different twist for us uh, next week on the program. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff, but we do have opening day, so we'll probably sneak in some more baseball. Benson and Those Guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solution. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com. Follow us on Twitter, at btgprogram. Happy spring, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>